Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Exciting and new. Go online. Hmm. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day Beyonce. Marrying someone you only met on your phone. They French or Chinese, a brand new K-1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love. It's reality, yes. Let's love. All right, everybody. I, I don't love to admit sometimes when I relate to these characters so much. Did one of them shit their pants? Um, I did shit my pants today. <laughs> That's a story. I didn't make it up the stairs in time, y'all. Um, I didn't. I didn't. You waylaid me. Sorry. I no, it's fine. But you know, I had things to do, and shitting was, uh, and I ran up the stairs and had a little whoopsie. It happens. Uh, mm-hmm. not usually to people in their forties. <laughs> Consistently, like it does seem to happen to you. I. At least once a year, I have a problem. Uh, I don't know. Runs in my family. You've already, you've already told like, like, like uh, this, is first, three, this is first first the first. First time this time, year. This is the first time this year. Yes, we're ten days into the year. Yes, that's true. Um, no, I was going to say, I am Jonathan, and Jonathan is me because I know what it feels. I just want everybody out there to. <laughs> I just want to hug everyone y'all if you've been out there come at me maybe we need to start a sissy support group of an offset in the facebook group but come at me if you know what it feels like for your friend to fuck in the bathroom while you're just (laughs) sitting there drinking coffee because i've been there and that's why i'm here 
That's why I'm here, everyone. And finally, my story has been told on 90 Day Fiance, and I appreciate it. Because we always just hear about the fucking, the sluts just fucking in the bathroom. They never hear about us, the ones just sitting out there. The real heroes. The real heroes. Thank you. I got to say, I liked it that was the bigger all-gender bathroom. (laughs) That was a good choice. Yes. Very inclusive. Very inclusive. (laughs) I think it was... Handicapped as well, right? Uh, yes, yes. Yeah. All, all of, all of the labels. Yes. Poodle Boudreaux needs the room. I will say that fucking in a bathroom isn't my first choice, but it's not your last. It's, it's definitely not the last. It's not your last. I would I, choose. A, I would choose a bathroom over a car. It's a. It, I would choose a bathroom over too. a car. There is it, more room. It does, y'all, it's a weird thing because, but let me describe for y'all what Jonathan went through. He sat there and he goes, oh, wait, they're going to go talk or something. And he's like, and he's kind of looking on his phone. He checks Facebook once. He checks Instagram, maybe responds to a post. He watches a two or three TikToks, watches some yeah. North Sea shit or whatever. North Sea TikTok. Yeah. Yo-ho. And, yo-ho. and so he's watching these things and then he kind of puts his phone down. And he looks around and goes, huh? Those two or three people around me left. I'm still sitting here. I wonder what's taking so long. And then he starts to get, he starts to go, wait, should I be worried? Did something happen? No. Sadly, they have just forgotten that you existed. (laughs) That's exactly what happened. Yes, you're sitting there for 20 minutes. Just keep looking at your phone, not knowing what. First of all, it may, if we're lucky, it may have been 10 minutes. Um, but it you know it feels like an hour to the person sitting that there. That is true. The unsung hero, um, y'all. This is reality gaze, and this is ninety day fiance, uh, season ten, episode thirteen. Ten thirteen, my birthday. It is. Uh, the episode is called "To Love and to Cherish That Gender Neutral Bathroom." Yes, um, this is your part one of this. We're remote, but go. Mainly because I've had I had a shit. I had taken a shower. There's trees trimming by poodle. It's gonna they fuck are, their they sound. They are trimming. They are trimming trees here. So, so it's it's very upsetting. This is where we are. Um, I sorry for those of you who are on the east coast who don't have power, and I'm complaining about my trees being trimmed. I felt a little bad because we talked about how cold it was in Los Angeles, and then yeah, all the you should have felt bad. Oh, you're the one that said it's freezing and I, bemoaned how you I had to turn on you, your heat. I told you to recognize your your cold, uh, your cold privilege. Mm-hmm. I told you. Yeah, yeah, y'all. If you're, uh, if we're thinking of you, if if it if it makes you feel not better, but karma came for me. My best friend's father died, so I've got to go to Oklahoma this weekend, where it's going to be two. I don't know if karma is that mean. <laughs> I think sometimes karma is. I, so, so wait, wait, let me let me lay this out. So because you were haughty and talked about how cold you were, karma decided to kill your best friend's father. Well, he was just in hospice. You yeah, would have to of me. go <laughs> to it's, Oklahoma. Boy, that is not self centered. <laughs> not self centered at all. No, it's not at all. You know what? I, I think wow. it's, again, very, very much the way Whitney on Real House of Salt Lake would think. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're going to talk about that in a corner. We're going to talk about that reunion. She she's kind been, of a blah reunion, but it's she's part one. been ridiculous before. But this season, I'm always amazed by Whitney's ability to 
be personally offended by something that doesn't even has uh, anything to her. do with her. No, but she makes it about her. I and was it's watch- quite convincing. I was watching with my friend, and we were. She went, "Oh my god, are all of them narcissists?" And I said, "Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. that's the point of being yeah. on this show." It yeah, is. the um, only one I can kind of handle is uh, Angie K. <laughs> I like Angie actually. Uh, I like it how, she, even though when she's saying things, even she knows they're stupid. <laughs> yes, 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 yeah, she does. She yeah, we're going to talk about that, y'all, and and. And Monica's uh, basically is gunning. She's she is embracing her villain villain villainy. Uh, she's even coming after the producer of the show sitting right by her, which was pretty fucking ballsy. I've got to say, I really wish they would have. Since she's not actually their friend, she should have been kept in a certain segment. They should have not invited her for the segments involving the other five women who actually. Have had interactions. Well, it's like she wasn't there anyway. Did you see how all the other women? They wouldn't look at her. Well, but no, when other people were talking, like if Whitney was talking about her and Heather's relationship. Yeah. Lisa and Meredith and Angie would kind of look interested. Yes, because they are. Monica, y'all, is just sitting there kind of gazing out, just fixing her hair. So vapid. Well, it's less it's less vapid and she's not well y'all she needs to go to quote rehab or whatever we know whatever they send people away (laughs) i think with the nervous hospital yeah between that and her mother i think they've got a clockwork orange her her oh god that mother the mother the mother literally needs a new personality I mean, the way they loot, if Mary is coming on and agreeing with you, <laughs> then you're in trouble. Because that bitch is cuckoo magoo-goo. Um, anyway. anyway, we're, we're going to talk a little bit more about that, I think, on a corner. Uh, I don't know which episode we'll do that, but we'll, we'll think about it. We'll think about it. Um, Any other announcements? Other, yeah, I wrote, I wrote some down. Let me see. Oh, um, in, our, y'all. The Instagram competition. I think this is the last week. I think the last last time to. I don't know it's if the fourteenth. I think. She, let you really? talk. I'll look. Uh, then that means yeah. The last time to vote is the fourteenth, which is Sunday. So if you're listening to this tonight, you can still vote for Timey. Uh, what we're gonna name our Timey two? Because good names. Timey Timey one went off into the west. And did a and and served a life of service to them, him, her, theirs, their, um, thems. Uh, I don't know. I don't. Know. I don't we we never. Oh, you know, never it's, mind. It's January twelfth. Sorry, it's done. You can't vote anymore. Oh, I'm sorry. We'll be announcing that soon. <laughs> <laughs> Missed it. We're we're really not equipped to do these early. No, um, no. Sorry. No. Sorry. No. So, uh, y'all, by by the time you're hearing this, a new a new name has been chosen, and yes. um, yes. we will reveal that name, and we will we will shout out the person on the show. We will. And um, well, also I think we're shouting out like just some other names that. So I think we'll shout that out next week's show, which will be which will yeah. air the twenty. And the winner will be flying out and taking them to dinner. No, we're not. <laughs> uh, who's paying for that? <laughs> not us. You got a rat in your pocket? 
Do you ever hear that expression growing up? And we would say, we're going to do something. And my father would go, we? You got a rat in your pocket, friend? Wow. You get wow. it? I do get it, yes. I've not heard that. <laughs> wow. And another piece of the puzzle. And another piece <laughs> of the puzzle. Ah. Uh, so we, we, we will announce that soon. Um, Tie Me Too will have a name. Tie Me uh, Too some, will have a some name. Some of the names have been really good so far. I've, I've enjoyed them. I have two. Uh, they need to be simple, though. If you're going to name, keep going with the with the names. Make them simple, because I'm not going to say a long name. Um, I need to talk about something that's very important to me, and that I didn't. I got to be honest. I didn't think I was really that. Maybe I was good last year. I don't know. I didn't try to be. Um, <laughs> no, you weren't. But I, I don't. I don't. I did not deserve both Parker Posey. And Carrie Coon being in the White Lotus season three. I did not deserve that. You did. But that is what we are getting. I will say, I read before I read about Carrie Coon, but reading that Parky Parker Posey was going to be in it, I already was like, okay, I'll watch it. But that was season. news we'd already watched. Oh, I didn't know that. Was, Parker Posey was uh, revealed before Carrie Coon. Oh, yes, yes, yes. But not that, like a week or two. It wasn't that long ago. It was like a week ago, right? At least that's yeah, when but- I saw it. But you're you're you're. I think you're switching it around. Parker. No, Posey no, no. I'm revealed. saying I was already when I saw Parker Posey like a week or so ago. I went, oh, I actually will watch that because I love her. And then, okay, that's and not they, what you said. But that's, that's what fine. I meant. Sorry, <laughs> uh, I shat my pants today. Give me grace. <laughs> uh, um, fair, uh, fair. So I'm sorry. We got to send you to a proctologist. Something's what? wrong. Nothing's going on back there. Maybe that's it. We gotta, we gotta Maybe have... that's it. Maybe nothing's happening in the caboose in my in my in my uh, starfish. They're gonna tighten the strings or something. No, or, maybe it's or... too tight. No, that's the problem. <laughs> no, maybe maybe they just maybe we can turn that spam key or something. I don't know what's anyway, going on. Anyway, I'm saying it now. I will watch the White Lotus because of Parker Posey. I'm very how excited. how how brave. <laughs> I'm finally gonna give this thing a try. You haven't seen it yet. I saw season one. I haven't seen season two yet. How are you so behind normal cultural events? Well, now Echo just dropped on Marvel, and I've got to watch that. And Not important. Uh, Not important compared to the Lotus. It's going to be a Mandalorian movie now. It's very exciting in Nerdville. Very. How is, didn't they already say everything they needed to say about it? <laughs> no, you don't know. I actually tried to watch the first episode, and I... I, I'm going to try again. A Mandalorian? Yeah. It's a slow show. The okay. second season was eh. But don't talk to Bridget Green about Grogu. Okay. Um, by the way, if you're not watching... If you're not watching... If you're not watching Fargo this season, you are missing out. It is incredible this season. They just aired episode eight last night. We're recording I don't this think that's Wednesday. my kind of show. I don't... Maybe... Think I think you might be right. I'm yeah, not pushing you to watch it. A lot um, of people told me like, eh. It is fucking phenomenal this season, though. It is Juno Temple is doing incredible work. J- Jennifer Jason Lee, John oh, Hamm like is being his most evil that we've ever seen him. With his big um, dick. Yeah, it's Dave Foley from Kids in the Hall is doing oh. some great work with an eye patch. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, it's 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 wonderful. It's really good this season. I want to say, too, y'all, I'm glad we didn't do it, but we want to say rest in power to Glennis Johns, who died at the age of 100 right. years old last week. 
of Mary Poppins and um, Sending the Clowns. Sending the Clowns was written for her. Yes, the original Desiree Armfelt. Yes, so and uh, may she uh, motherhood. We hope that Sister Suffragette is marching in a better place. She still has one of my favorite lines of all time in the movie The Ref, um, where she's the the mother. She's the mother-in-law of the Kevin Spacey. Boy, that was a long time ago. When Kevin Spacey was a respectable actor. Yeah. yeah. It's Kevin Spacey and Judy, Judy Davis. Um, oh. And, uh, and Dennis Leary breaks into their house, and he's, yeah, he's pretending to be their marriage counselor. And so they, the, Judy Davis is very, being very pretentious and Scandinavian and, and, uh, Glennis Johns is the mother-in-law. Just She's just awful. And she's like, what is this? Some Scandinavian Christmas potion. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so good. She's and wonderful. Uh, It's wonderful. Uh, rest in power, Glennis Johns. Rest in power, sister. Glennis Johns. Uh, all right. Anything else? Um, I think, like I think that was it. Me gushing over the White Lotus. <laughs> yeah, I think that's it. That's it. Uh, no, I'm glad well, you brought it because everyone is like posting about Carrie. Everyone Coon is sending everything. it to me. So we appreciate, appreciate it. We got it. Everyone knows about my obsession with Carrie Coon and my obsession with not just with, but also Carrie Coon, Carrie Coon in Leftovers. And um, she, oh, was, she also- was in the Leftovers. You I haven't watched that. that show, she, so you don't know. No, I didn't know she was in that. She was in, yeah. yeah I would watch in, that show. I heard like, it's great. I think you'd have problems. I think it is It is a wonderful show, but uh, at this point, it's like seven years old. I um, want to start watching The Diplomat with Carrie Russell. Sure, we can ping pong to other topics without discussing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like it when I talk about something and you're like, I'm kind of tired of talking about that. So you I'm do gonna... that to me all the time. <laughs> yes, but mine is relevant. No, not always. Yours are boring, though. Well, that's your opinion. <laughs> all right, let's do this. Let's talk not that much, thankfully, about Boy, Rob the Knob and what Sophie. What a gift. That, I've got to say, when, it was, when, that, when, I, when I only wrote uh, six or seven lines, it was, I was so thankful. <laughs> I I mean it's, Y'all just want to judge, judge, judge And act like you've never been through it all Because like I've been really through so much And um You know Life is really hard for me This guy is so angry At the world and bitter And He's Never going to live up to anything Sophie wants in her life because this man he thinks he's a piece of shit but instead of instead of actually having some vulnerability and having some introspection in itself and working on his own self-worth he's going to it's classic narcissist he's going to blame everyone in society and in his life for his problems no he has to be on a continual rise he has to be on a continual um uh, rise or uh, slope downward and mm-hmm. complain and, and have everyone else validate that the only reason he can't get there is because he didn't have a hand up. Because he He's didn't have a been, hand up. He never had anything. 
And the only reason, that's the only thing missing from him making it and being successful is I really like would, one thing. I, and I understand that he's had struggles that we don't know about, or I don't However, understand. However, everything don't understand, is in generalities. I, we don't know any. Do you notice that? Which yeah. usually for 90 Day Fiance, we get for people who've had harder times, we get specifics. We yeah. get nothing about because i think it's more coming from a place of narcissism rather than uh reality i would love for rob to sit down and just talk to a dark-skinned non-good-looking black man and see if they had the same experience in life because i bet you they did not well i don't know if they'd even be able to talk to one another i don't think he could talk to him rob rob would rob would immediately start the other the other black person would immediately see through the bullshit. Yeah, I think so too. Um, so I think I think I don't think he would want to have those conversations. Yes, because he would feel yeah, exactly because a narcissist does not want to be called out. Yeah. So also, sorry to interrupt you, but Sissy said this. They said that basically Sophie's mom looks like Molly with lip filler and not great plastic <laughs> surgery, and I can't unsee it. Like she opened her mouth and she was British, but I was expecting Molly's voice of "Welcome now." I expected Molly. It was anyway. Can't unsee like, it. My also, legs are shaking. I got I got my adrenaline going, and I'm gonna kick him. I'm gonna kick him, honey. <laughs> mom, mom, don't kick him. Mom, don't kick him. So he's finally, acting like a child. Just ignore him, mom. Just ignore him because he's outside spouting off. He's like he's just talking to the camera, y'all. Talking to the this wind. Is, this is so interesting. When um kind of like a, Mother when a, Poodle. When <laughs> she does do this. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> uh this this is interesting because you honestly see you you see as soon as he doesn't get to control the narrative, as soon as someone's not validating him, at least someone he loves to talk to people who won't talk back, who will just listen. Mm-hmm. And he can t- he can control the narrative. So he's doing with the ca- this the camera crew, and they come out, and she's like, "What are you doing? Are you just shit talking me?" He's like, "I was just being honest. I got being no honest. roommate, no parents to help me. What is what? Uh, you know, blah blah blah." And I wrote down, "Wait, does Sophie has Sophie been getting help?" I don't know if she has. None of this is clear. She brings up that he has jealousy of her upbringing and this weird resentment. And I will say, I bet you Rob has never dated a woman who is from a similar socioeconomic background. Because, again, he, he always would have to have it to, worse than her. Yes, he has it worse with her. 100%. Also, a narcissist wants to, like, level up all the time. Like, mainly... I know we're having a conversation about deep emotions, but I just want to ask, because I saw something that I don't know if I can unsee. Is that a Dr. Pepper vending machine outside of their apartment? I did not see it. I, um. There was a glance. There is some <laughs> type of vending machine, and I think it might be not a Coke, but specifically a Dr. Pepper vending machine just sitting outside but, of that apartment. But no, sometimes they'll have – sometimes they'll be – it's just the name that happens. It's not just all Dr. Pepper. It'll I know, like but Coke. yeah. But yeah. it says Dr. Pepper on it. I'm pretty sure it's a vending. Ma- it looked like a vending machine. Possibly. Uh, this I makes no this sense. Is, I think this is a kind of a communal thing where this is like the vending machine in the corner of the, the, the 
yeah. These these there are there are these apartments that exist in in Los Angeles. They are not up to code though. Um, this could not be called a legal place of no dwelling. Yeah, no. You, I think you in the city of Los Angeles to do that, it must have a bathroom inside. I don't know. <laughs> I, I didn't learn that that part in my realtor class. <laughs> Maybe you could ask your teacher. Oh wait, she's blocked you for emailing because of t- talking to her too much. Mm. Um, I I do need to say. That uh, someone pointed this out uh, in one of our because we they were talking about it. Someone I don't know if you got, saw this DM, but they there's more questions whether Sophie actually came from any money at all. So they maybe they were maybe this is a producer thing to give this story more life because they know that Rob was already going to spend things uh, that way possibly because they dropped off Sophie's mom at a Holiday Inn. <laughs> now that's in, true. In fairness. In fairness, the Holiday Inns out here are more expensive. Um, yes, yeah, yeah, you're looking at a room that's like a couple of hundred dollars a night sometimes just for a Holiday Inn. At a Holiday Inn. However, if someone who is, let's say, used to nicer, finer things, good life, you're not going to stay at a Holiday Inn. No. Yeah. No. So that I thought was interesting. Um, I, I really, I really don't believe anything they're telling me about this storyline. I, I believe that I believe that Rob is a complete narcissist. I believe yes, that. Yes. No, I, I, that's not but what as I'm far saying. As a, but as far as a plot the line, I agree. I don't. I don't believe any of it. Because even Gino and Jasmine, it feels like there's not fraudacity, but more that they're massaging certain storylines yeah. that are based maybe in some truth. But there's an authenticity to that couple that I still love watching them. I know some people are sick of them. I'm not. I this still a, love watching them. This was them. a great episode for them. Um, we're going to talk about that in episode two. So, y'all, Claire just tells Rob, uh, I'm gonna, I'd like her to stay with me tonight. And, of course, that yeah, is the sure. ma- most offensive thing possible. She's not on my team. Or, or. Rob will cheat on her tonight or with to text another woman. Or. She wants to just spend the night with her daughter, who she doesn't really get to see because she can't spend the night here. So maybe she just wants to have some more time with her daughter. Maybe he could reframe reframe that one moment, but he spirals. I just – I mean, that's this, true. This I'd want to stay the, in the room with my mom so that way she could she braid my hair and we could talk. And this really is one of the worst men uh, in a long time, he's, he's not a. <laughs> and great... we've had a lot of bad ones. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle? Or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. 
think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with their ex to make them jealous? No. <gasps> you pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of me undies, great new underwear, which makes my um important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from me undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from me undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from me undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right, and you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long, but yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get, and they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know, Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the Songfinch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. 
With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. Songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners. We know you get tired of waiting. Reality Gaze is coming to you. So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed Have hope and find your happy It's different where, you know what I like watching, about watching him, because I hope it helps. You like um, anything? <laughs> well, no, I think, it, I hope it helps some sissies out there that are watching this, and that oh. Rob is a much more subtle narcissist than we've seen. That's true. A lot. He's not a big Ed. He's not a Bilal. Yeah. He's not, uh, you know, he's not, um, he's not a uh, South African, my boy. Um, oh, no, uh, Ronald. Ronald. No, Ronald's just an addict. Ronald, <laughs> Straight up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, Ro- all of Ronald's problems, th- there's there's more, there's more, there's a lot of problems there, but all of them come from his addiction. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, I, I just think Rob, I think Rob probably, especially in this day and age and the social media culture we have, I feel like there are more Rob the knobs than there are That's a good point. out there. And I yeah. think hopefully people maybe can see, if you see your spouse in Rob, run, run, yeah. run, run, or run. one of the big hints, and this is a big one. So listen to this: if you always kind of feel bad when you're like with you're them, always in the wrong, oh, not in the wrong, but you've always done something to hurt yeah, someone. Like you never, you're you've always offended them for some reason. Yes, you're always behind. You can never get caught up with being on good terms. Yeah. And you're always feeling bad for saying something that you didn't think, so you think it's you. That is life with one of these low-key narcissists, totally. That's exactly what it is. Because I guarantee you, Sophie never feels – she has to walk on eggshells. Or as yeah. um, I think Lisa uh, Lisa, Lisa said on uh, – now I'm having to dance on eggshells. <laughs> Lisa oh, on Salt now, Lake City, yeah. Lisa's now dancing like, on eggshells. Whitney, I have to dance on eggshells because your <laughs> friend died. It's really, it's concerning. I'm trying to be a good friend. Oh. Oh. That was such a great <laughs> moment. <laughs> Jack is on a mission. This is hard for me. 
Oh, God, they're terrible. Okay. Ashley um, Manuel. <laughs> this just gets more and more ridiculous. I This woman uh, is exhausting. I'm sorry. I, I'm, I've I, hit a wall. I, I will say, I've been, and I still am, I've been saying I enjoy watching her. I think she's good TV. And I've always said that I probably would, you've agreed that I probably, I'm like, I would be her friend and we would tarot. After this, I'm like, bitch, you crazy. <laughs> you a little what, nuts. What it is to me is you like this circle and you, you, you need to because it feels normal for you and you're not interested in changing these circumstances for you. You're not yep. interested. You I like both living of, this way. I think both of them like living they this do. way. They do. That's very true. Her probably even more. But I will say, she keeps saying that he's avoidant and not <laughs> addressing <laughs> he's issues. He's avoidant. Which, which he's true, but fucking away the problems or cleansing it with crystals and not talking about it is just as avoidant. My favorite thing that happened, uh, there are two favorite things that happened. When they're fighting outside the restaurant, uh, and she's like, uh, she's like, say, and she's like, you, I'm not going to say my sorry. I'm not going to say you're sorry to me. She's like, e como yo sentir? Okay, that's how I feel. <laughs> e como yo sentir? Everything, everything in Spanish that she says. Now, yes, she knows Spanish, but everything is in such an American Valley Girl accent that it drives me nuts. It's funny. It's I like, agree with what she said there. Yo, but internet. Yeah, it was funny. <laughs> e como yo sentir? So they're at Fuego, I think, or whatever. The I don't know. Is. <laughs> it's 26 days to wed. And she, she's like, vamos, vamos, let's go, let's go. And um, she says in her talking, and she's like, look, she's like, I don't feel like I get any empathy back from him. I'm not asking him to lick my ass. I'm just wanting some acknowledgement. I yeah. see where she's coming with that. And I will, he, and he will, yeah, he does. I, I have a theory about this. Okay, yeah. So yeah. he's not. So they go to leave, but Manuel again has to show like his own type of power and swing his dick, and he's like, "No, just kidding. I'm staying here. I'm going to stay here. We're not leaving now." One of the one of the things here is when she's talking about. Um, she says at the very beginning, "Your family's going to have to wait. Um, we're having a wedding," and I wrote down. There are a hundred better ways to say what you just said. And you somehow found the worst, most insensitive sounding way. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so part of it's that. And part of it is that she's, I think what, what, what hurts her storyline even more is that it feels like she's trying to jazz it up for television. Um, and, and it feels like it's a little bit MC-ish. Like, this is my life. This is my Ashley's crazy life. Mm -hmm. um, it, more than a lot of the other people. I think she's um, that way in life, though. I don't know if that's the show. I kind of think she's probably that way. Like, my life is wonderful. I'm grateful. Things are wonderful. But she's kind of avoiding all the dark or negative parts of her life. Yeah. Okay. I mean, maybe the television amps it up. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying I think – I think it's actually, I'm actually agreeing with you and saying probably that she's that way anyway. And then yeah. now that she's on camera, it's amped up even more. Um, by the way, y'all, I am sorry if it's so fucking loud. We can't hear anything. Oh, thank God. Can't hear They're, anything. But you're looking like somebody's fucking, in, like, 
<laughs> like somebody's getting hazed and fucked in front of you. Your eyes are bugged but out. That would be hot. But um, this, it's so loud next door. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Oh, I so, can't hear anything. Um, it's just hard to fucking concentrate. Um, and he says, are you bothered by my presence? Again, you're right. Needling her. They're and... both terrible to each other. Yeah. So, and I actually, I, what you brought up earlier, I actually agree with her. She's right. He, he's not going to say, I'm sorry, but she's got unrealistic expectations. Yes. Kind of like Nikki does of this. He is not, Manuel is not going to say, I am so sorry. I know your feelings. He doesn't give a fuck about your feelings or, well, no, I shouldn't say that. It feels like he doesn't give a shit about you because the way he acts towards her and he's, I get why this is building because he's so he's the thing is they fuck well, but personality wise, they're terrible for one another. Here's so dismissive. Here's my theory. This kind of shittiness is a kink for her. Yeah. I think for him too. This is, but they're, it's the reverse. Yes. It needs to be, I'm saying for, for her, for her, because that's who we we we've see through. She's the she is the lens through which we see everything. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, I guarantee a lot of relationships have been crabs like this guy, mm-hmm. who are not good. And she, the idea is to kind of get them to get them to kind of open. Up. She wants to see their nice underbelly. Um, but that but she if she got that if she got a nice sensitive guy she'd be bored. Because game recognizes yep. game. Exactly. You're not that way anymore. <laughs> but, but yeah, I agree. And I th- don't you think, though, too, for Manuel, it stokes his mascul- uh, yeah, yeah. masculinity that, like, his dick is the only thing that yes. can calm her. It's the, fucking the other her. The other theory I have when she says is um, she's like, I, I, I got you here. I fed you. I clothed you. I got you here with the clothes on my back. I'm not asking you to lick my ass like you said before. I just want some acknowledgement. I think any acknowledgement from him that he would give her would uh, would then would make the idea that she is supporting him. It would kill him. It, 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 it would kill yes. his 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 fragile machismo. masculinity, yep. his machismo. So that's in a way, on. he can't say it. He, that's so true. But he just fucks her into submission. Exactly. And calms her like a cow. You really have been in this relationship before. <laughs> I I know people like her. And you were never like that, but you, no, I'm glad you're not. But anymore, I know, but. I know, and I and people like her who have unsuccessful relationships and repetitive kind of messy. Because um, her friend said that she's had messy relationships. Oh, of course, they're all like this. They're mm-hmm. all like this. So. It's it is it is kind of amazing that she is supposedly so kind of emotionally intelligent about other people's issues, but boy, she's dumb about her own. She 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 can't. She has no. Agreed. She has no impetus to change the situation. I think you she's said in. in the first episode. I bet she's a friend that's really good giving advice to other. I people. bet you she is. I bet like as a tarot card reader, y'all. I bet she's really good at her job. I agree. Um. So. Then he, you, like you said, he says, "I'm staying here." Very childish, ridiculous, and this is this is the same thing he does when he tries when she when she pushes him too much and gets too or what he would say is bossy. Mm-hmm. He says, "I'm gonna put my foot down because I'm the man." 
she can't handle that, goes to pieces, mm-hmm. walks off. Then what's the most interesting thing? And y'all, this fight and this kind of fight is replayed probably three times a week it, or more. Yeah. She gets upset, runs to him. He doesn't like seeing her cry or have emotions at all. And he says, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And There's says, I'm, nothing but, resolved. But nothing behind it. He just says, I'm no. sorry. Can we just be happy? And she <laughs> says, yeah. And then. It's um, so frustrating. And then they both recognize, look, we just made up. The only way we can get rid of this energy is we've got to go fuck right now. So instead of talking about it, instead of talking about it, we just go bang it out, which isn't doing anything but giving a quick um, kind of a, a quick jolt and just reinforces the avoided behavior. It, a lot of people think they, <laughs> yes, a lot of people think they bang it out, but they really, don't. you don't bang it out. It's just you get dopamine, serotonin rushes yeah. that cover it up. It's an addiction it's for both there. of them. It's, yeah, it's still there. It's when those dopamine levels fall, you're going to, those issues are going to come back up. Yep. Trust me. I've tried to bag it out. <laughs> you tried. It's fun. It's fun for a while. But sadly, their issues and credit score are still there at the end of the day. <laughs> they are. And Jonathan is just sitting there. <laughs> so, y'all, they. They do this and they they bang it out in the all gender restroom, and uh, they and the weirdest thing is she's she acts like she's embarrassed about it, but she's kind of proud of it, and yeah. and I think it's fun to you know I'm, she's sex positive I'm sure, but at the same time. It just feels like this is something – it feels extremely emotionally immature for yeah. someone who is trying to live as an emotional adult. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why at this episode I was like, I can't with this woman anymore. I can't I, – I, every time she tries to talk reasonably, I'm like, bitch, two minutes ago you were doing something so fucking stupid. <laughs> you said this, and I'm already telling you, she – and I agree with you. She, I think more than anyone, is a lock to be on Happily Ever After. Lock! A lock. Even more than Gino and Jasmine, and I think they'll be on too. Yeah. She says so. She says, so we need to, they get home, and she's like, I need to be a man who doesn't have negative energy. We've got to change the energy. Y'all, and she's doing all this crystal stuff. Yeah, and, she, and she's saying which it, I believe way, in, in English, so he can't even understand. She, she's <laughs> telling it to him. He doesn't. No, what the fuck she's talking it's about? Like, no, who are we he... mourning? That was the that was the yeah, greatest yeah, line. Like, he doesn't fucking care what this is about. He's just rolling his eyes, and she's like, "Okay, we're clearing this." And then she kind of says, "Okay, bye." Almost like that fixes the problem, and now we can move on. Yeah, a lot of people who are uh, who either practice witchcraft or they've really called her out for being kind of uh, what's the word. Uh, kind of slipshod in her practice and just being frivolous with mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Um. Anyway, Mitra Bow is Bruja. And she's going uh, to learn a dance, y'all, with her sister and her friend okay. Alicia. This is the most extra thing ever. Um, I I've got to ask. Number one, 
we're uh and I wrote of course there's going to be a dance and uh a choreographed dance for the wedding and yeah. and he loved turns out he loves her sexy dancing and I wrote down especially at a wedding because what where else can you do a sexy dance <laughs> Um. Well, they are going to get married on the beach, you know. Oh, are they? I I didn't know what that was. Well, the remember plan. she bought the flight. Remember she wanted to buy the flights and get married in the beach. Oh, she to do I didn't know wedding. that we're getting married on the beach. Because I, I think we saw. I think we saw coming up on this season. I believe they get married and there's a hurricane. There's a hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> so the other thing. I'm kind of it kind of makes sense for there to be a sexy sex a, a dance that she does. It's weird that her sister and her friend are in it. No, I think I'm confused if they're there just to learn it with her or if she's doing I thought she was it's confusing. Well, her sister is a choreographer. So that sister, I get. But the friend, I guess the friend is just there for like a workout because I think she's doing it by herself. Surely. Okay, that makes more sense because That's I was I thinking, thought. why would three women be doing this? Because then it's like you're trying to get your husband to fuck your sister. <laughs> okay, thank you for clarifying that. I did. Okay. I, maybe I'm wrong, but I got that they were they were just there for scenery, so that way they could sit, because sit and talk about fucking. Otherwise, in the it's weird. Three <sighs> of them doing it—a sexy dance for him, like a harem. Mm-hmm. Um. But, I so love she, a harem of men. The harem. harem. Um, so she says, it was an energy. We, we had sex in the, in the restroom. And they're like, and you can tell. Again? Alicia's like, yeah. this again? You can tell. And they kind of go, and she's like, it was an energetic release. No. Honey, You the problem is you believe your own bullshit. Yeah. You're yeah. Not, you didn't release anything. You, you again, released just dopamine. <laughs> It's just a cover-up. And the sister even says, this is so telling. The sister goes, I don't even know what's real and what's not real anymore. I agree with that. <laughs> I agree with that. Uh, and, then, and, and then, this is the kicker! This is the kicker where I threw my pad. She's like, well, you know what? If it all burns to the ground, you're just going to pick me back up, yo. They're like, oh, okay. Before... Because they've just, they might not have a scooter, but they're just like Natalie and Ashley. They've done it before. But, but when do they stop picking you up? When are they too tired? When, when do they finally say, girl, this is the 10th time we've done this. This is your fourth wedding. <laughs> How many times did I pick you up in the Valley or in Vegas? You do what you got to do for your friends. Next question. <laughs> Uh, all right. Let's talk about Clayton, Clayton and, and Annalie. Annalie. Um, let me see. I need to find something a sissy sent us because it completely, uh, oh God, the, the, um, okay. Maybe she said what? it to me. Um, no, it just, it was an opinion about, uh, Annalie and Clayton. Um, let's see if I can find it. Uh, go ahead and introduce this. I wonder if I can do it. Um, I wonder if I can find it. So um, this is y'all. If you remember for Clayton asked her about, um, Clayton asked her about her dad. Why couldn't he tell her dad about them getting together? She uh, 
kind of avoids the whole thing, shuts down and goes in the bathroom and starts crying. That's what happened before. Right. So, so Clayton is talking to her now and he's like, I don't, I don't understand why you're crying. And Clayton talks, which I think is true. I think there's a lot of validity to this from what we've seen. He says, basically, if it's really difficult, she avoids it. She completely, um, I think you're looking, by the way, I think you're thinking of the Patreon comments. Uh, maybe. I thought Where this somebody was... talked about Annalie being afraid of her family seeing that she's having yes. sex with a guy. Yeah, yeah that was in the that Patreon. That was Patreon. Comment. Never mind. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so Clayton, Clayton is basically saying if there's anything difficult, she doesn't really talk about it. She avoids it, avoids it. So I do, I don't, I, it's not that I don't agree with her reasons for not telling her family, but I do feel like he is not clued by the way we've seen her react when she gets upset. I don't think he has really any idea that it's this deep and why she's not telling her family. Right. Yeah. I and think- that's and that's on her, y'all. That's on her. Yeah. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. I think I, I still really like her more than anybody else on this season. I like I both know, of them. I don't I, you don't why. like Clayton, but I, I really I, like Clayton. It's not that I dislike him. I'm just kind of repulsed by him. Not really, not that I think he's ugly. I'm not saying that. There's a quality about him that is that is oogly. It's it's like there's he's slippery and I just and, feel like he's a lonely heart who's finally getting a chance at love. That's no, why that's I'm not, not happy it. for him. <laughs> that's not it. So he he basically says, uh, Annalise says, "You're never going to understand me," and. If I prefer to break up, um, and and Clayton says, "Well, the feeling of being hidden really hurts me because this happened before in another relationship, and 
They did this person he was with did not post anything about him on social media and was cheating on him. And as soon as he said that, and maybe this has been recreated or something, she just goes, "Oh." I she literally were, audibly said, "Oh, you were that this that's why this is really personal for you." And I feel like he's the type of guy if she maybe she has and we haven't seen it. Oh, the edit but, the but edit if, of this couple is wild. I'm it's convinced. wild. But if she explained her feelings, I think for him from a, a kind of a place like that, I think he would understand. I agree. I feel like she's she is she's an interesting person because she's really not that uh willing to open up on camera. She she's much better at making jokes. She's much better at deflecting. Yeah. It's an and avoidant attachment style and an anxious attachment style. Yeah, which boy, a lot. This is textbook. <laughs> she is very avoidant. He's super anxious. Also, I just from the little bit we know, I feel like her father must be just uh, a tyrant. Just, just a tyrant. Yes. Yeah. And I think maybe he has scared her so much from voicing her opinion. I think, I think uh, a sissy this is a lot Patreon of speculation, y'all. Said that. Of course, that she's going to be cagey about doing anything sexual that's going to be to air on TV because she thinks that her father will watch or which mm-hmm. did make a little more sense to me. Um, mm-hmm. uh, it it does also kind of give credence to what she's because she's she probably comes from a conservative Catholic family mm-hmm. um, or at least a conservative family. And she's. She's worried about how it will reflect on her and what her family will say about her. So mm-hmm. you can kind of see her being hyper aware of the camera um, and especially in sex situations. So that that may explain Which would that. It makes sense because they wouldn't use that excuse on this show because then it's breaking the fourth wall. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, y'all, anyway, the long dry spell is up after she says – well, she and says, she, I want to make you happy. I'm going to post now. And he starts to almost cry. And then she posts this really sweet thing. I don't have words to say about my person. So happy you came to my life. I'm the happiest girl in the world. Publicado. And y'all, then it's time. Bow, smack a bow, bow. What is that? <laughs> oh, <laughs> they end up. And as he says. All aboard the girth train. Choo choo. <laughs> girth train's coming. Just don't look at those baby white hands. <laughs> baby white hands. Focus on the girth train, Annalise. They're not, not doll hands. hands. They're not doll hands. They're not doll hands. They're human hands. I promise that belongs to a human, not a baby. Just look at that dick. Don't focus on the hands. Don't look at that dick. Don't focus on the hands. Just look at that dick. Don't look at those hands. Those hands are baby hands. Dick, 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 dick. Look at this kind of a nice I do think it's a it's a it's it's not the biggest You have the train whistle. I don't have it. It's okay. It's not the biggest penis in the world. It's not bad. I think it's it's good boyfriend dick. Yeah. And you know what? He's gonna that guy is gonna work to make you happy. You yes. He said they both got off unless she was faking. Unfortunately, 
you have to hear what he says after, which made my stomach uh, drop through the floor and wanted me to, you know, I almost clawed my face off. Um, So he basically said, want to see me wag my tail? (laughs) It's like a cute joke between them. And he says it in Spanish. He says something like, I'm so happy I'm wagging my tail. It makes her laugh. It's disgusting. So you've never wagged your tail at a man? Uh, Absolutely not. Um, I do not believe that. You've never wagged your ass at a man and slapped it and said, hey, boys. No, no, no. I, but I think it's the idea of wagging it like, like he'd make a great furry. Clayton would make a great furry. I see that. And yeah. it's this, it's too cutesy for me. It's, I don't know. But you don't like that type of like. I do not. You like. You don't like baby talk or anything. I thought this was cute. I thought this was cute and playful. It didn't bother me. Of course but that's you did. not That's not the type of relationship you want. You want to read poetry. You want to stare at each other's yeah, hands and, and talk out. about the universe. And then, I'm yeah. I'm a little baby. I ain't no killer, baby. <laughs> don't ever say that again. <laughs> baby. I'll choke you, but I ain't no killer, baby. That is... The whitest way to say that I've ever heard. Almost r- whiter than Jack Harlow's. <laughs> it's true, actually. Um, anyway, so their drive. Oh, wait a minute. I've almost forgot. You guys, we look, we're having a good week. Uh, uh, Courtney Collins or whatever. Carrie Coons is on. Courtney, White Lotus. <laughs> Courtney Collins was in Hairspray. <laughs> was Hairspray. Uh, Carrie Coons is going to be on Carrie Coon singular. Uh, Carrie Coon. Um, uh, we we had um, we we've had a good week. We've got another good. We got pizza from TLC. Thank you TLC. Yes. Good uh, pizza too. Good Artisanal pizza. pizza. John and Vinny's very, and they got me orange wine, which I've never had. Mine um, was different. You mean orange, not the color, like the label. No, the color is orange. It's made from oranges. It's an orange wine. That's a new oh, thing. Oh, mm, yeah. I got red wine. I've been wanting to try it, so it's perfect. I didn't try it last night because I got it too late. I would have had reflux. You know what? <laughs> Nobody cares. Um, but um, when, when is the show just going to turn into us talking about our old adult problems? Give us five years. Yeah. Um, but y'all, we got to. This doesn't happen often for us, but we got a good get today. I don't even know about this. Oh, uh, we, it's just so, I want to surprise you. Y'all, we have an interview of someone who was on today's episode. Oh. We, we actually have an interview with the panda bear that saw everything the night that Clayton and Annalie had sex. Well, this will be relevatory. It, yeah. So, uh, if we, where is he? Um, his handler is over there. Go ahead. Panda bear. Come on. Come on, everybody. Hey, Hi. Hi, Panda Bear. Didn't expect that. Thought you would be more of a bear voice. Um, this, is, this is a bear voice. <laughs> Boy, Panda Bear, it um, sounds like, are you Southern Panda Bear from the South China? I'm from the South China. Oh, okay. <laughs> do you, yeah. We don't, we don't have nationalities. Uh, oh, okay. Do you mm-hmm. speak Chinese at Not all? Not like you people. No, it's true. Ni <laughs> That's all I know. Oh, okay. Um, so Panda Bear, you yeah. now are you owned by Clayton or Annalie or both? 
I'm in the I was given to I was given to Andy by Clayton. And okay. I've just spent a lot of time traveling all over the world with them. Oh. But they always take me in their bed. So you cuddle a lot. So it's been a while. It's been almost 60 days since they had sex. Uh, Pedro, can you just take us through where, what were I'd you doing? I'd not. Yeah. If you could just take us through, where, what were you doing when the sex started happening? What Walk us through a play, but what did you see? Well, I was just laying there thinking about prime numbers. Oh, yes. In my head. <laughs> uh-huh. It's a common thing for me. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then. It- Your face is changing, saw, Panda Bear. What's I wrong? Saw all kinds of stuff. Oh no! What is? Uh, you have a look in your eyes, Panda Bear. Tell us. Tell us, Mister Agent Man. Could you get me a cigarette? <laughs> Thank you. I got the shakes ever since that night. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> Actually, you're shaking, even though it's a podcast. First, he took his hand and he put it on her left. But, uh-huh, and it was so white <laughs> and so soft, <laughs> and he just caressed it, and it felt, and it like made a sound like how silk is on other silk. Oh. <laughs> but what did what did he say though? Whenever before he had the sex, or what did Clayton? Oh. Can you tell, what kind of dirty talk did he say to her? I'd rather not talk about that. I don't want to go back to this. Well, this is why we brought you on the show. We will send you back to China if you don't answer. I see how this is going to get played. (laughs) What did what? I just need a little bit. What was the dirty talk Clayton said to her in that moment? Okay. You want me to tell you because you won't be able to think you won't be able to not hear it no more. I'm sorry, but the nightmares are happening for a reason, Panda Bear. He asked. Sorry. He asked her if she would dingle his duper duper. I don't know. But did she? He said it before. And did she do it? Oh, she dingled that duper duper. <laughs> <laughs> Panda Bear, I realize as you're talking, you don't have eyelids, so you had to watch the whole thing, didn't you? Yeah, I can never close my eyes. You can't it's a problem. <laughs> so then he went down on her and he said he was going down on her shoop shoop. And everything was dirty talk, but in, but in baby talk. And when they were done, an hour and a half later. <laughs> it's okay. It's I, I just space. stared at the ceiling. Yeah. What kind of noises does Clayton make after coitus when he's laying there holding her? Is it a sound? He's crying. He's oh, crying. He's crying. <laughs> and then he says, Mommy! <laughs> Mommy! And the only thing she can do. His cover his mouth. <laughs> and she had the same look in her eyes as I did when I and we we locked eyes that night. Oh, you did. And she understood. 
Ah. Uh, well, this has been fun. <laughs> no, Panda Bear, thank you so much for being I here. I can't take no more of this. We, we got, don't you worry, we got you a one-way trip back to New Mexico, where you belong. Oh, no. Well, it's better than China. What? Why am I going to New Mexico? <laughs> that, you, that's where you said on your rider. I should be going back to Kentucky. That's where they live. <laughs> I got to start getting better shows. <laughs> Thank you, Panda Bear. Me how? Oh boy, Poodle, you're gonna have to listen to oh, that. Oh, that was that really. Oh, was um. I don't. I'd rather. I. You know how I. I don't like to listen to interviews. I'm never really here don't. for them. Yeah, yeah. You're never here for them. Hmm. You just miss them. Um. Well. So. Well, we wish Panda Bear the best. Thank you again. Maybe we'll see him again. Maybe we won't. Um, we won't. Um, so she, they're, they're riding around the next day and she basically says, San Diego is really nice. I'd like to yeah. live here. And he's like, yeah, that's very expensive. This is from Especially if I'm moving my mom here. Yo, I don't <laughs> know. Do you think though she's not getting the mom thing? And because it, it does, it does sound like we see in the next week on, like the mom is saying, I just wish she cooked like some hamburgers or American food. Which is real gross to say. I, like, so, I think this is. I don't think they have problems. I said this again. I don't think they have problems, and I think this is a setup. Um, it's probably based in reality, mm-hmm. but I think certain things are hit more than others. Um, I liked it when she's like, so he says with my mom, and she's like, "What are we gonna do? Put it in our closets." <laughs> <laughs> And y'all, now she wants a llama at this wedding. I gotta say, okay, that's a lot. <sighs> Exotic animals. We just talked about it on Smothered. Don't do this to animals. I, I just don't don't have animals there as sideshow attractions at your events. Christine Quinn always did this on um, on Selling, Selling Sunset, Sunset, and I hated it. Yeah, um, but y'all, they call Brandy. Because uh, as Clayton says, she's been married and divorced three <laughs> times, so she ought to know. That she knows great. more than anything I, about getting married. And uh, I love it that he laughed. He's like, oh, she's going to kill me. And then you kind of see Clayton go, oh, fuck it. The shade. I will great. say, great. he is funny on social media. He is. I think he also gets it. He he knows that the way the show is going to – I think he's a smart guy. Um, he, is, he knows the way that he's going to get treated on the show. He's playing with that. Um, I think he'll be wind up being a good sport. They, I could see them in a prime spot for pillow talk. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. I could see them being. I mean, a she good doesn't really speak talk. English, so it's going to be. That's true. That's <laughs> You're true. right. Oh. <laughs> That's always a problem. Yeah, yeah. So until she learns English a little bit more, to ninety day diaries they go. <laughs> <laughs> pull, pull down the trap door. Send them to diaries. Yeah. Fill it on your phone, you sluts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're not going to send you the phone. We'll send, just... you, we'll, we'll, we'll send you some Olive Garden gift certificates. Basically, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, Brandy basically, she's sorry. So they call Brandy and she's like, I've already been planning your bachelorette. And, uh, and they're like, also, could you find a person to put in a guinea pig costume? 
what the fuck kind of wedding is this that there's going to be a fucking mascot there? So maybe she's meeting his weird because she's the one that wants these things, not him. And she wants a llama. Um, and at one point, Brandy goes, yeah, I'm not doing any of that. She's like, yeah, it just hangs up the phone. Now, but Annalie does want strippers. I enjoy that. Strippers. Strippers. Uh, so I think she's just seen American movies. She wants the she wants the American dream, y'all. Strippers at your bachelorette. So that's what I want. When you get married, you're but you said you'll never get married again. It's like oh, I guess I'll just have to have strippers just because, <laughs> just to support the local economy. Nothing wrong with that. Um, God, was, they smell so good. I was really. Pre- <laughs> You know that's a lot of cologne, right? I love it. Uh, I was really proud of the, what I wrote on our ad about you being at the Wiener Wiener. That was that. I was enjoyed the, that. That I was the, that, that was the dick dancing bar. <laughs> I did. Yeah, it was Wiener Wiener. I didn't have any go go dancers in Vienna, or at least I didn't yeah, see them. I'm they, sure they they're do. the most. They're the fucking most snobby city in Europe. That's why. Yeah. That's the fun. Viennese think that if you're not Viennese, why do I talk to you? Yeah, I should have gone to. <laughs> Prague would have it. Oh, I don't know. Uh, they, but they would have been straight. <laughs> Fine by me. They and all accept. You, you look know at what? their eyes, and it's the sadness of a Czech gay porn star. They all accept <laughs> cold hard euros. And with that, <laughs> that's the show. That's the show. Wow, that's the show, everybody. Ah. Uh, all right, you can go to realitygaze.com for all that, all the info about us. Uh, if you want to hear this show commercial-free for your pleasure, you can subscribe to the $8 tier of RG+. That's going to be available at Apple Podcasts. It's also going to be available at uh, Patreon and or Supercast. Uh, so that is $8 tier where you also will get smothered. And Apple subscriptions. Apple I said that. Um, oh, you did? I wasn't listening. That's fine. I don't care. Um, and... <laughs> Uh, that's where you can get smothered and you can also get love after lockup or right now life after lockup, which is, Ooh, y'all smothered is, I, this is a good season of smothered. It's much better than last season. It's heads above last season. Yes. It's yeah. you're getting the I, ick way more, which makes I me have, happy. I have, I actively hate three of the couples, <laughs> but because you get the ick from them, but you're, but you want to know what happens. Yeah. And I, but I like three of them too. So, yeah, we're having a good time with it. Um, next week, we're going to be talking about Nikki or, or next, not when next week, next episode, next episode tomorrow. We're going to be talking about Nikki and Justine, Sam and Shitra. We finally meet her dad and also Gino and Jasmine, of course. Um, Gino, oh, I want to suck your dick. <laughs> to suck your dick, Gino. She says, she says that at the end and I died. Yes. yes. Um, y'all. Uh, so you know, they'll follow us on social media. And, oh wait, never mind. Don't vote for the thing; it's already been voted for. Never so mind. we enjoy the new timing name. All right, everybody. We call these people lonely hearts because aren't we all just lonely hearts looking for love in all the wrong places, poodle? Yes. And if you've ever passed up a a regular restroom for a gender neutral or even better, a family restroom because they've got that changing table, you can call us or you can call me because I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Uh, thank heaven for a changing table. <laughs> <laughs>